Hi guys, welcome to Hawk Girl Evolving. This is my first solo episode. Last time filming in this apartment because I move out on Thursday, which is in two days. Then I begin my nomad lifestyle. I don't know exactly where I'm going to be living um, long term. It's kind of going to be like a month by month thing, which I'm excited about, um, but it's also scary and I don't really have a plan, but I kind of love it. I hate it and I love it. Um, it's kind of exciting to just let life unfold for once and not really have so much control over everything that's going on around me, but it's also, you know, scary to not know my next move. This episode is there's gonna be a lot of parts to it. I literally have both of my journals. That's how you know, like we're getting into the nitty gritty. So if you see me looking down, it's because I have my notes. I really wanna talk about, it's not one specific topic, but it is multiple realizations that I had that led me to have one big realization. We're gonna be diving into feminine power, owning it, sexual power. Kinda jolted down everything last night. The ideas were flowing. I was like, okay, this is what we're gonna talk about today. Growing up religious felt a little bit restrictive in some areas of being a woman, like being able to own your sexual power and feeling beautiful and sexy and, and you know, really tapping into this like feminine energy. I felt uncomfortable in doing so because, you know, wasn't really the ways of the church. You weren't really talking about how gorgeous and sexy and hot you were. You weren't really like tapping into that sexual feminine energy. It just wasn't really a practice. So I think I sort of shied away from it because I had just thought, you know, like, that's just not for me. I didn't have my first kiss until I was like, I think 17, just because I was so uncomfortable to open up in that way and be vulnerable with a man or a woman or whoever I decide to be with. I don't necessarily fully think it was because I grew up religious. I think that definitely played a role in it, but I always had a hard time kind of tapping into that, that power and feeling you know, sexy, beautiful, and confident, and actually being able to speak it and believe it. I don't know why I thought it was so wrong to think I was pretty. You know, I thought it was vain. I thought it was a sin. It, it felt uncomfortable to really, truly believe that I was all these things that, you know, I innately wanted to be, but felt like I couldn't because it wouldn't be right. I began this journey of healing and I've opened this door and it's really interesting to kind of see the different things that will start to play out and the different parts of you that start to come out because they've been, you know, suppressed or dormant or, or shut down for so long. Even up until recently, I had felt so ashamed for attracting attention based off my looks. Like it felt, um... It felt dehumanizing, which part of it is out of my control. You know, I can't control that we women are sexualized or not even just women. Anybody is sexualized on the street. When I post a picture and maybe it's in a bikini, you know, I can't help that attention that arises when I tap into my feminine power. Even when I was living in London, I had... I made an episode of my TikTok about talking about catcalling and I just had so much anger towards it and I don't know why or where it was stemming from exactly. I mean, obviously that anger is still there, but I think I'm 
trying to kind of change the narrative in my head about how I'm viewing this circumstance and not making it so personal and emotional and shameful. I think it I think it comes with a lot of shame for some reason. Like it sort of feels wrong that I grew up, you know, shying away from believing I was beautiful and then created a career based off of being this sexy, unattainable, you know, model. I found myself feeling ashamed for attracting attention because tapping into that sexual power, and I'm reading my notes, I said, deep down, I knew I was being sexualized, shamed, or judged. How can I word this differently? So, like, if I put on an outfit that I felt good in, and let's say it was promiscuous or risque to some people, I felt shame for wearing it because I knew that I was either being sexualized by others, shamed, or judged. But the reality was, is I felt good in that outfit, I felt like I was tapping into that wild woman and setting her free, and I felt confident in this. But I felt shame that it would, you know, attract this attention that I necessarily, that necessarily wasn't my intention and wasn't the main reason I put on the outfit in the first place, or the main reason I put up the post, or the main reason that I'm doing certain things isn't to attract attention, it's to free this wild woman inside me and honor her and let her be. But when you do do these things, then you attract this unwanted attention, which then makes you feel unsafe. So it's like, how can I honor this wild woman and not be ashamed of her and not put her aside because society will then shame me, judge me, or sexualize me? How can I set her free when I'm constantly feeling like I'm being put in a cage? When I do express this. I remember putting on this outfit and I walked outside and the second I stepped outside, like three men, I call it eye candying, they were eye candying me. I had gotten like maybe five steps from my apartment. I turned around and I said, I literally in my head was like, what kind of day do I want to have? And I was like, I'm going to go change my shirt. I wasn't able to honor that girl that wanted to just wear her cute new top and feel good because I was then being shamed, judged, or sexualized out of my control. So that's what this whole kind of journey and this episode is. There's so many parts to it. Honestly, it's a little bit confusing, but it is just like, how can I tap into that feminine power without feeling shame? I have a couple scenarios that actually led me to confront this fear that I was having and Obviously, we saw The Idol. It just came out. I was so inspired by the show. I loved that show. I loved everything about it. I know it was very controversial. I personally thought it was great. The whole character that Lily Rose Depp played, I really was like, I just, this is like bringing something out in me. Like, no shame in who she was and and whether or not she wanted to show nipple or not or whether or not she wanted to show her body or be covered up. She portrayed that and she embodied that. And I was like, I this is my era right now. So I bought this dress. I was feeling like my Lily Rose Depp. I was like, I'm not afraid to show a little nipple. I did think about it. I I went back and forth with my friends. I was like, do I wear a little bra under or do I have the nipple out? And like, we came to the conclusion that the nipple needed to be out. We needed to wear the dress as we are in our idol era. I had a great night. You know, when I did see a camera, I would, you know, maybe do a little turn. We don't need to have a full flash moment. But Then out of my control, there was a picture of me that was not covered and it sent me into a spiral and I, I still 
am trying to unpack it and understand why because yes I did consent to wear this dress out but I didn't consent to then have it attract this unwanted attention and then my body is everywhere when I didn't really get to make that decision. I made the decision to wear this dress and be with my friends and be out. I didn't make the decision to debut my body um, online without my control. I think that's a hard part. It's like I, maybe it affects me so much when my body is not in my own control and, and I feel like I've given my power away and then I feel shame because it's like, well, I made a decision that now resulted in me feeling ashamed of a decision that I made. So the only person that I can be um, upset with is myself, but I think it's also how do I take my power back? There was also a situation that I had when I first moved to New York and I had just signed with an agency and I was really excited because I had had so much trouble getting signed in New York and just in general I had been dropped from my previous agency, moved to New York um, and this was like a really big deal for me to have my first test shoot with my first agents in New York and I remember shooting and then he asked me if I was comfortable to shoot topless and then I am not necessarily uncomfortable shooting topless. I, I think there's a time and a place. I think in that specific scenario, because I was so new and because I didn't really have the foundation to know whether or not I wanted to do something or not, I felt like I didn't have the power to say what I wanted. And I felt like I had to do this to prove myself as a model. And... If I didn't say yes, then, you know, maybe it would lock opportunities off for me in the future. So then I ended up in a situation where I was uncomfortable and I was not in enough clothing and I didn't want to be in not enough clothing. I wanted to be fully clothed. So then I felt shame and I felt very, very uncomfortable for a long time after that. Maybe it is. It's a dehumanizing, also just uncomfortable and weird situation to be in because yes I said yes to this but I don't know why I said yes and I didn't want to say yes and I didn't want to do this and I didn't want this man to have these pictures of me that he now has um forever and that's something that I now have to deal with on the day-to-day -day and I have to come to terms with and I have to figure out okay how can I take my power back from this situation that I ultimately got myself in I think as I've been really working on this journey of healing and thank you to Sabrina my therapist who is changing my life for the better um it really begins with okay how can I begin to take my power back how can I begin to switch the narrative about these scenarios or just going forward I'm okay with what has happened in the past and I can't change it I can't control it but Let's figure out what we're going to do moving forward and how I'm going to perceive things. Oh, shit. I feel like I wasn't in frame that whole time. We'll see. Taking my power back begins with honoring that wild and free woman that wants to wear what she wants to wear and wants to post what she wants to post and wants to talk about the things that she wants to talk about and not pushing her away because of this fear that it'll attract unwanted attention, which will then make you feel unsafe. I think breaking that down for me has been really transformative of, and this is what I did in one of my 
sessions with my therapist, I had explained the situation and she was like, well, you were tapping into that feminine sexual power and you felt good. You felt confident. But when you do this, then that attracts attention, which then made you feel unsafe. And I was like, it's true. Like, I I understand my intention and where I was going with this. And I now I'm in a situation where I regret allowing this feminine, free, wild woman to come to light. Understanding that dynamic has helped me remove the shame from it. Because I am not going to sit here and feel ashamed for wanting to dress a certain way or for wanting to post a certain thing or for wanting to, you know, talk about specific things. I shouldn't feel ashamed to honor what I want to wear, especially. It's not really accepting what comes with that, but it's also acknowledging why and where it's coming from. So what's going to happen is when I do let this energy flow and I do tap into this feminine power, these things are going to come as a result and I can either accept them or I can decline. Um, But sometimes... Declining them means, you know, having to push that wild woman away. And I think it's like, I don't want it to be an either or. I don't want me to have to not wear certain things because I'm afraid that people around me will sexualize me and warrant unwanted attention. But I had to remove the shame from it. I think it all, when these things did happen, it was because I was ashamed that I had let myself be so vulnerable, that I had let myself show a part of myself that nobody really sees, and now I feel shame for that because that wasn't something that I was comfortable with growing up, and it it is difficult for me to start to tap into this whole new persona and this whole new belief when I had been living a certain way or I had grown up with these ideas and these morals that I'm now contradicting in a way and I think I'm realizing I'm okay with that. I think I'm starting to understand that it's okay to want to tap into that wild woman and it's okay to set her free and it's okay to do what feels authentic to me and I don't have to shy away from these things. I don't have to choose to cover myself more because men in the street don't know how to look at a woman's body as a person's body rather than something that they would like to use for pleasure. That's not my problem. That goes hand in hand. I think I'm realizing other people's problems are not my problems. And I think that somebody's inability to respect that my body is not here just for their pleasure is not my problem that's their problem that's their trauma that's their demons and battles that they're fighting that's somebody else's you know insecurities that lead them to believe that sex will make them feel better and that a lot of women around them will make them look better a woman's body is not here for validation a woman's body is not going to heal your trauma a woman's body is not going to make you more money it's not going to push you further in life it's not going to heal you so 
truly, if that's what you think that we are here for, I feel bad for you. I cannot control other people's habits, other people's ways of life. I can feel sorry for them and I could say, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I need to move forward in my vision, in my lane, in my authentic self and accept that these things will arise when I tap into this sensual, feminine, powerful, sexy woman. And I'm not going to be ashamed about it. I'm not going to shy away. I'm not going to put her in her corner to, to avoid being judged or being, being shamed. That's not my problem. Other people's problems are not our problem. And that is what we need to reprogram. Another realization that I literally had when I was walking yesterday on the street because I was just wearing a hoodie, slides, slides from H&M, and my hair had no product in it, no makeup. I was running to go pick up shoes, and I was walking, and I was like, I feel so good. Like, I, it's not even about the outfit. It's the energy that you've cultivated and it's, it's within you. That feminine sexual power is within you. It's not because I wore a sheer dress. It's not because I'm in a little mini skirt or a high heel. No, this is an energy within me. This is a power within me. And once I really realized that, then it was like, this is just like the outer shell and the outer layer that adds to the effect makes it even more special but it's not my body that holds the power it's me and that is when everything shifted well that was good that felt good I don't know if I hit every single spot let's quickly do a little recap I love to wear like a little wife beater with um no bra sometimes or I'll wear a little bra um Clearly, look, you know, anyone can probably sit here and be like, oh, it's probably because you're wearing tank tops and you're not wearing your bra. So obviously you're asking for this attention. No, um, I wore my wife beater today and I had a bra on and it doesn't matter. They're looking wife, kids at home. They're looking. They don't care. So if you want to tell me they're looking, I'm in I'm in a hoodie and slides. They're looking doesn't matter so stop with this oh what were you wearing what were you wearing I really like this topic a lot I think um it really stems from like my anger towards catcalling and just sexualization in general but there's no way for us to try and even begin to understand it because it's not our job we have other things to focus on which is honoring that wild free woman and letting her free and and honoring that wild free woman doesn't just look like wearing a sheer dress and you know not being ashamed like it's more than that I was just saying like it's cultivating that feminine and that beauty and that sexy and that confident energy within you so that it just emanates despite whatever you're wearing because it's not about the clothes it's not about the outer layer it's not about what my body looks like my shape my size this it's not about that I really am on this journey of like cultivating this confidence that truly is confidence in my mind I'm confident about the way that I view things I'm confident in the way that I speak about things I'm confident in my decisions I'm confident in the way that I live my life um because if confidence always comes from these like external forces then what what happens when you have a bad hair day or when your skirt breaks and and you're out and 
your skirt breaks because that literally happened to me and I had a breakdown. Um, well, this was a lovely episode. I feel like we really dived into something that I wanted to dive into. Next time we chat, I will be in a new location. I'm going to be, I'm going to be bopping around. So there's not going to be one specific set yet. It's kind of just going to be wherever I am, which is kind of more exciting because we get to go on this journey together. Um, I'll see you next week. Bye.